This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. You know why some people hate therapy? A, it's expensive, and B, they hate sharing their problems face to face. So what's the alternative? What if you could interact anonymously and also spend less money? Well, you don't have to imagine because such technology already exists. They're called mental health apps. You can download them on your phone, you can book an appointment, and you're good to go. Basically, therapy in your pocket. In 2020, this industry exploded. You can understand why. It was the year of lockdowns. People were stuck at home with no social interactions. The result, a 25% increase in anxiety and depression. But not everyone wants to visit a therapist. Not everyone can afford a therapist. Enter mental health apps. Reports say there are 20,000 of them in the market. 20,000 such apps. I can give you some examples. Better Help, Mood Fit, Talkspace. In 2020, these companies raised $2 billion in equity. So the investors are betting on them. The question is, should you? Are these mental health apps safe? Not all of them. This industry is riddled with issues. Some apps do not save your session notes properly, which means they can be leaked or hacked. Someone could blackmail you with those leaks. Plus, who exactly are you interacting with? Is there a real therapist, a real person on the other side? Sometimes there isn't. Multiple mental health apps use chatbots. So you're basically discussing your issues with an algorithm. And don't think these issues are theoretical, these problems. I have real-world examples. Let me tell you what happened at Vastamo. It's a Finnish mental health startup. In October 2020, they were hacked. The hackers obtained the patient notes online. They had all kinds of secrets, extramarital affairs, weird fantasies, a lot of embarrassing stuff, basically. The hackers used these secrets to blackmail 30,000 patients. This scandal brought the entire company down. Some of the hacked victims are yet to be compensated. How can you stop this from happening? Well, right now, there is nothing you can do. Your patient notes are different from normal user data. It's called emotional data. How is this data collected? By reading the way you talk, or the way you write, or in some cases, by analyzing your facial expressions. The problem is, emotional data is unregulated. There is no common rule for storing it. Sometimes it is encrypted, sometimes it's not. It depends on which mental health app you're using. In the example that I gave you from Finland, the data was not encrypted, so the hackers had no problem accessing the patient notes. These privacy concerns are problem number one. Problem number two is this. Do these apps even work? Can artificial intelligence solve mental health issues? We're talking about raw, untested technology. Computers are smart. There is no denying that, no arguments there. But are they emotional? We're yet to see proof. Most chatbots use a combination of techniques to offer therapy. They include verbal cues, like the way you talk or your choice of words, bioindicators, like your heart rate or your blood pressure, and finally, non-verbal cues like a frown or a smile. Now, do you see the problem here? These techniques are not foolproof. My heart rate could be elevated because I had coffee or because I finished some cardio. Same with verbal cues. 
people talk differently in different countries. They use different words. So how will these mental health apps differentiate? Well, that depends on how they were programmed. We call it algorithmic bias. Every artificial intelligence unit has algorithmic bias, but here the stakes are much higher. We're talking about a human being's mental health. One wrong diagnosis or one wrong session could be disastrous. So what's the final verdict? Should you download a mental health app or not? I understand why they're appealing. They seem appealing. They're cheap, they're easy to access, plus you don't have to leave your house. But right now, this is not a perfect system. Your patient notes are vulnerable. Your therapist may not be a real person, let alone an expert. So think twice before you get yourself a mental health app. As for the future, things could change, yes. We have more mental health patients than doctors. AI could be the only way to bridge this gap. But remember, technology is supposed to help professionals, not replace them. So if you're suffering from any kind of mental health issues, please reach out, schedule an appointment, talk to your therapist, because that is step one, admitting you have an issue and trying to resolve it.